This is K.M. Wyland, and you are listening to the 118th episode of the Wordplay Podcast. Traveling always wreaks havoc with my writing schedule, not only because I'm away and busy, but because I get carsick after reading all of two words, which pretty much rules out any chance of at least getting some work done en route to my destination. In the past, I've taken the laptop anyway and powered through the nausea for as long as I could before collapsing. But now, thanks to my Kindle, I have a new and better, if less courageous, method. Since I was just delving into my third read-through of my historical work in progress's first draft, I was able to upload the document to my Kindle, take it with me on the road, close my eyes against the swirl of motion outside, and let the Kindle read to me. Of course, the Kindle voice sounds like a female robot, I've named her Lucretia, but she does the trick. So, not only did I avoid any tremendous amount of blackiness on the trip, I was also able to take my stories along and get a sizable amount of work done. This makes me a very happy camper. Instead of the usual video post on my blog this week, I'm featuring a guest post from historical author Elizabeth Foley. She's talking about why taking a break is sometimes the most important part of the editing process. You can read the article on my blog at wordplay-kmyland, that's w-e-i-l-a-n-d dot blogspot dot com. Meanwhile, enjoy this week's podcast, Five Fun and Easy Ways to Lengthen Your Word Count. We see a lot of hype these days about books that are too lengthy for agents or editors to consider. But what about books that fall short of the expected word count? In comparison to giving your overweight manuscript liposuction, fattening up an anorexic story often feels like trying to create something out of nothing. There your story is. Complete. What's left to add that won't feel extraneous, rambling, or even pointless? This was the dilemma I faced this spring after realizing my historical manuscript The Deepest Breath, which was supposedly complete at 80,000 words, contained a hefty subplot that absolutely did not work. I cut the subplot and ended up with a puny 60,000-word featherweight of a book. What to do? First thing I did was scream. A lot. Finished manuscripts with big holes in them are about as cheerful as alarm clocks on 5 o'clock on Saturday morning. Next thing I did was comfort myself with the usual panacea of Starbucks bold dark espresso roast and Belgian truffles. And then I got to work. I looked over the story and started making lists of anything I could expand. 1. Brainstorm additional plot beats. After listing all my current plot threads, I started coming up with ways to expand upon them. One of the plot threads in my story included a character's attempts to cover up her past. I started brainstorming ways I could expand upon this thread, and came up with several scenes in which the character's attempts are threatened or discovered, which led to further complications, more scenes, and you got it, more words. 2. Deepen connections between characters. Make a list of all the characters in your story and how they're connected to the point-of-view characters. Could you add scenes to further explain or deepen these connections? In the original version of my story, I hinted at the strained relationships between one of my characters and his siblings, which left me with the perfect opportunity to add an entire subplot exploring his interactions with them. 3. Add characters. The more characters you have, the longer your word count. Never add a character just for the sake of adding him, but take a look at the needs of your story and sniff out any likely gaps where a new character could add dimension. My story's dark realism didn't offer much in the way of humor, so I added a character who could occasionally lighten the mood. I made sure to tie him back into the plot by making him an accomplice to another character's secret business. 4. Emphasize important character traits. What are some of your protagonist's most important, salient, or appealing characteristics? 
Do you explicitly illustrate these traits in a scene? If not, look for places where you can insert these important bits of characterization. The friendship between two war buddies is crucial to my story, so I added an early scene that shows them watching each other's backs while on a dangerous hunt. 5. Dramatized Summaries Finally, once you've added all the feasible characters and subplots, zoom in on the nitty-gritty of your story. Are there any scenes where you've summarized or told instead of dramatized or shown? Can you expand upon your character's interior monologue? Can you flesh out the descriptions of your settings? Don't go overboard with any of these insertions. Remember, balance is always key. But every word counts, and these little expansions add up quickly. By the time I finished applying all these techniques, my story had transformed from a skinny novella to the optimum fighting weight of 100,000 words. Not only did I achieve my word count goal, I also ended up with a story whose characters, themes, and plot progression were deeper, chewier, and more memorable. I credit the success to the Starbucks and Truffles. Mostly. Thank you for listening to the Wordplay Podcast. To read a transcript of this episode, visit me on the web at wordplay-kmyland, that's w-e-i-l-a-n-d, dot blogspot.com, and be sure to listen again next week. 